An advert came across my screen asking for money to support a starving child by donating so much money a month. In return, I would get a letter of thanks and a periodic update on progress. The advert happened to coincide with the 25th anniversary of Live Aid. It struck me that the visual hooks were very similar. Even the soundtrack evoked the echoes of cars. I recalled the book entitled Factful by the late Swedish statistician Hans Rosling and his children. The book starts with a three-way multiple choice, asking questions such as, quote, how has the absolute number of deaths per year from natural disasters changed over the past 100 years? A, more than double, B, about the same, and C, decreased by more than, by at least half. Given contemporary narrative around the rapid expansion of the human population and that climate change is making adverse weather conditions more frequent and severe, most went for answer A. The famous David Suzuki sums the established and contemporary viewpoint. Quote, climate change also threatens the health of our children and grandchildren through increased disease, freshwater shortages, worsening smog and more. Suzuki continues to state that anyone who questions their evidence-based analysis is a denier and look foolish as their arguments do not fit the indisputable evidence. By the way, uh, the answer to the fatality question is C. The number of global deaths has bobbed around 60,000, or 0.1% of all deaths for the past decade or so. In 1960, it peaked at 2 million, and 1932, it was 3.7 million. Natural disasters. The issue for large charities and international pressure groups is that no chief executive turns to their sponsors and say, you know what, I think we have achieved our objectives, and therefore I suggest we close down the charity. They are, they are all like trains running without brakes. The problem comes when they reach their station and achieve the goal of poverty alleviation. The world of capital has pulled one billion people out of extreme poverty since 2000. Not that anyone mentioned this incredible achievement. So what happens then? Even when they are successful, such groups continue to peddle the same narrative, even though it is decades out of date. Suzuki has made a tidy career on climate change for 30 years. He has circumvented the world, going to conferences, so that he can lecture us on the use of fossil fuels. The finance and business equivalent of this dynamic is, quote, misalignment of incentives. Institutions such as pressure groups, charities, NGOs, as well as companies and financial firms, can only be successful if their stated aims and the ability to achieve them align with those that run such institutions. People have needs that range from recognition, income, travel and job satisfaction. I'm going to pick on charities, but what I'm saying applies to any non-profit organisation. People set up a charity to make the world a better place. The success of the charity shows the alignment of incentives, as the founders are also foot soldiers and generally includes personal sacrifice and ability, and rarely financial backing. Large charities run like companies, with well-paid senior staff usually drafted in to manage strategy, marketing and their stakeholders, but themselves provide considerable funding. In 2011, the NGO Oxfam received emails alleging some of their workers were having sex with women and girls, including minors, 
in refugee camps. The response to such reputational risk was to assume the email is not genuine and did not raise the issue with local police. Oxfam went on to try to, to brush the case under the carpet. Where have I heard that one? Placing the victims behind safeguarding the perpetrators. Donations from the, the public dropped by £4 million the following year. But don't worry, the charity's overall income rose to over £400 million from their charitable activities and, quote, trading. Wow, that makes even bankers look good. <laughs>